with our guest on the Crosstalk this morning, uh, Sarah Eskrich, who is uh, keeping us up to date on all things voter, uh, uh, on all things uh, Final Five uh, voting. Uh, Sarah, good morning, and thanks very much for talking with us. Uh, did the legislation, is it set to be introduced today, or did it happen late yesterday when I wasn't paying attention? It is. Good morning, Mike. The legislation is going is introduced. We'll be introducing it today, rolling it out today. Formally went on the record late last yesterday evening, uh, and we'll be talking about it all day today as as it is rolled out. Okay, so uh, just a brief uh, a precursor to uh, what might happen in the with the legislation. Final five yeah. voting. How do you keep voter fraud out of? Now we have to count votes for five people instead of just two. Sure. So there's no tangible difference in terms of the the administration of elections and the same um, ways that we need to work in our system to make sure that our elections are conducted with the utmost integrity between our current electoral system and a final five voting system. So to say... We have paper ballots. They are counted. We have that paper record of those votes. Um, They're processed through ballot tabulation. And then there's always the ability to do hand recounts, whether you're voting in a regular kind of current day electoral system method or in the method of final five voting. So all of the conversations about electoral integrity are in some ways irrelevant or, you know, would be applicable to whatever electoral system you are using. Okay. So so uh, voter fraud uh, potential doesn't change, get worse, or get better, for that matter, with Final Five voting. And in, for anybody that's listening that doesn't know what we're talking about, can you give us a, a, just a quick look at what is Final Five? You don't, you, you don't whittle down... Uh, this pool of presidential candidates from 13 to 2, you whittle it down from 13 to 5, correct? Right, right. And the legislation that's being introduced in Wisconsin is specifically for our federal U.S. Senate and U.S. congressional elections. Okay. And it's it's exactly as you said, it's to make sure that when the, the competition, that we all know competition is what creates accountability in any industry, politics included. So having the competition, the electoral competition, happen in the general election where you have broader voter turnout and making sure that that we as voters have the opportunity to look at a robust slate of up to five candidates and that the ultimate winner gets elected with the broadest support amongst their electorate. So it's making sure that they are held accountable to a broader segment of the electorate than just their small, um, often ideologically extreme or special interest uh, aligned uh, primary electorate, that primary voters. Doesn't this the electoral competition from the primary to the general election. Right. And, well, and doesn't that open the door for potentially more, uh, more big money getting involved in every state's uh, federal elections? Because now they can put their money, which is words, behind their favorite top three candidates, your guy may have made the final five, but he's going to get crushed because somebody with a bajillion dollars is uh, in favor of someone else winning the election. Uh, uh, We're going to get even more ads, negative or not, we'll be even more bombarded with election ads, won't we? Maybe? Well, again, there's there's no 
tangible difference. Right now, money's going to come in. Money's yeah. going to come in in whatever electoral system. Again, whatever electoral system you use, there's going to be money that comes in. The power of, of healthy competition in a general election is that that money's less predictable. So when you have an electoral race where it's less clear who's going to be the winner, your money is, is going to have a less predictable return for you sure. because it's unclear who's going to get elected. And the candidates are incentivized to ask for your second place vote. So they don't want to completely alienate or disparage or trash their opponent because they want those opponents' voters to still like them. That's a very different dynamic than our current electoral system. And it really does change the incentives for elected officials and the people who support them. The legislation gets introduced today. Then what? What's next? We keep talking about it. We build support in the state legislature and most importantly with voters all across our state. We're seeing the support growing. The La Crosse Tribune endorsed Final Five voting just last Sunday. We're seeing more and more business and community leaders join the leadership at Democracy Found and put pressure on our state legislators who are are very receptive to this. We were really excited to see our support list in the state legislature grow from just our five bipartisan co-authors to over 20 co-sponsors now in the state legislature from both sides of the aisle. All right, we've got to go. And of course, the uh, address is on a different piece of paper. But uh, uh, Catherine Gell had a, a really interesting TED talk that explained it uh, pretty well. And uh, <laughs> my note says, click here, but it doesn't say where here is. Anybody that's listening that would like to know more about Final Five voting, where do they go? Please go to www.democracyfound.org, and you can link to that fabulous TED Talk, which you can also find if you know the bit.ly link, um, bit.ly slash uh, Final Five FFVTED, Final Five Voting TED. Final FFVTED. I appreciate Sarah Eskrich. Next time there's something to talk about, please get in touch and you and I will talk about it because I, I think this deserves as much attention as possible. And then we'll let the voters decide, the politicians decide whether we're going to move forward with it or not. <laughs>